Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Make sure and use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings and help Truth in Radio. Thanks, you guys. Imagine trying to eat 31 different kinds of produce in a single day. That is literally what you get with Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. Balance of Nature selects the highest quality fruits and vegetables and turns them into a powder using an advanced cold drying process. With nothing else added, the powder is encapsulated, making it an on-the-go solution to getting the phytonutrients your body needs. The formula that we that we have, it is not just fruits and vegetables. I do take a little bit of uh, offense to that sometimes because it's just thousands of hours studying how to put those fruits and vegetables in what order and how they could be processed. You have an unlimited number of chemical combinations that have zero negative side effects and only help and improve the body. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice with your first preferred order. Use discount code KATE. Guys. Drowning in information. Starving for wisdom. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Today, doctors at the Federal Communicable Disease Center acknowledge the flu vaccine and the recommended dosage is ineffective, while in a larger dose, it can be harmful. However, the flu vaccine is still recommended. This month, a Senate subcommittee headed by Abraham Ribicoff charged that the federal government wasn't doing a good enough job of informing the public about ineffective vaccines. Scientists at the Division of Biologic Standards test vaccines for their potency and safety before licensing them for public use. However, the division does not determine the effectiveness of the vaccine. That is left to the manufacturers. A case in point is the influenza vaccine. Four scientists in charge of work on the flu vaccine during the 1960s found it to be ineffective, said they refused to give it to their own families. Two were transferred to other work, a third left the division. And over the entire 10-year period, not one word of their unfavorable findings was allowed to be published. That was three years after the division's own scientists had pointed out the danger. Dr. Murray justifies the use of the vaccine by saying it took three years to examine the evidence against it. It was more important to use the vaccines than to take them off the market and remove the agent. It was more important to use the vaccines than to take them off the market and remove the agent. For three years, American troops were injected with a cold-preventing vaccine, which was causing cancer in laboratory animals. Should we be thinking about mandating the flu vaccine? I'm a believer in it. I think yeah. there's no downside. There's no downside of having government agents with guns force you to take it. Let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. 
Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Happy 2023. I know it's going to be hard to get used to writing that out because you probably just got used to 2022. How are you, Uncle Milty? I'm pretty good, and I thank God every day I no longer have a checkbook to have to get used to doing that. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you know, a lot of people a lot of people don't anymore. It's really yeah. strange. No, I, I haven't written a check in 15 wow. years. Wow. Well, I we welcome you to the show. We have great guests today, and uh, they'll be coming up in the next uh, couple of segments. This segment on open phone lines, I mean, obviously, we're starting out 2023 with what I'm going to go with what Ben Swan, the reporter, said. Um, PSA, dying suddenly is not normal. The end. That's my end of the PSA. Dying suddenly is not normal. Um, That's pretty Look, heavy. I know all of you are prob- have probably watched, you know, DeMar, and um, I think the latest update is he's still in critical condition. And that, obviously, the game, the NFL game was kind of uh, brought to a standstill. And I know a lot of you in the back of your mind probably went, did he get all the shots? Because we've seen so much of this in athletes. It's, there's an insane number of athletes and the, everybody else is going to put their heads in the sand um, to a, another ABC reporter, another NFL guy, and this is just in the last couple of days, another NFL guy that, that said that uh, unvaccinated should be imprisoned um, died suddenly. We, we've got a lot of dying suddenly. Dying suddenly is not a thing. That's not something for the young. That's not a thing. Now, was that part of this equation of what happened to him? When I kept reviewing the tape, I didn't think it was an unusual hit. And I I looked at some studies that they did about tackles. And they said when somebody's hit in the heart with a helmet in a tackle, the usually what you see is something happening a couple days later, right? It's never really, not never, I, I shouldn't say never, but the study did say that it would be highly unusual for somebody to to just drop like that um, with a hard hit. And a lot of people will say, no, no, no. I mean, you're going 20, 20 miles an hour. It's a hard hit. But the, the thing is, is they've done studies on this in football and they've said, no, it's it causes an irregular heartbeat. It causes symptoms and fatigue and it causes some things to happen. And then and then a few days later, you might see something with the heart. Was this a blood clot? Is that what made him drop? And. You know, he didn't even grab his chest or anything. It was really kind of a weird drop. So, yeah, it's in the back of my mind. Was it in the back of your mind, too? Well, uh, that's the first thing that hits, and it's the same with my wife. My wife says the same thing. How come all I think of is, did they get vaccinated? Yeah. Every time I hear somebody right. died suddenly. I, yeah. I mean, I don't understand how people can actually ignore it anymore. Yeah, that's beyond me. But there was a study that they did, and you know how I feel about studies, but this this was kind of interesting. If this is if this is true, they did a study, and it was it was an, a reflection of experience study, and it said twenty five percent of Americans believe they know someone they suspect died from being injected with the vaccines. That's a quarter of the people, one in four. One in four Americans is like, yep, I know it's the vaccines. I think it's the vaccines. That's the only thing that changed in this person's life. Very strange. That's huge. You know, there was an article that was talking about Mm -hmm. the number of athletes who have been injured and died on the field. Uh 
and going back historically, they could only come up with five, and four of those were yeah. spinal cord injuries, yeah. which were not caused by a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, it was not caused. Yeah. No. Yeah. One heart attack in 1971. I know. We're, so this is new. This is new, and we're just kind of saying what probably might be on your mind today. I don't. I don't think he's this, he's going to make it. And that's really unfortunate. He's very young and really sad. I know the NFL was pushing all these players to get all these shots, and um, I don't know whether he had them or not. But I will say that this is not this is not usual. This is not normal. And when people get hit like that, it doesn't cause an immediate drop. Go look at the studies for yourself. It's it's about, you know, days later having something happen because you were hit in the heart, not a sudden like drop like that. So kind of uh, interesting. I just wanted to to share that. Um, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Go right ahead. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everybody ready for the quickening? (laughs) Gosh, feels that way, doesn't it? Hey, I'm calling you on my new phone. How How does it sound? Good, yeah. really good. I like Sounds it. Great. I like it. It's excellent. You're 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 coming through kind of really quiet. No, oh, sorry. Uh, when we were young men, we played football in jeans and construction boots. Uh huh. And way if you were involved it. in a play, it was like getting hit by a you know in a car wreck. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of fun. Right. Chicks loved it. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call. Um, you, that's another thing, though. Yeah. Football was played for a long time without even pads. I know, I know. People didn't drop dead because of it. There's so many people commenting today about this. And then, of course, the argument is you are not nice and sensitive if if this happens right and if you if you say anything about the shots you can right. blame anything else but if you blame the shots that's insensitive as yeah. opposed to anything else and i think wow people just they don't have an argument it's all emotional for them and they want to think that those shots are great and so they stand by them by doing that to people oh that's insensitive be quiet it's the, it's the trump card to shut up basically so so let's just change the, the the word vaccine mm-hmm. to margarine. Oh, he must have taken margarine. Yeah, right, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fine. You're not insensitive. Yeah, then it's not offensive you're not, you're not to anybody. No. Um, it's like still to this day, if we ask what really happened at 9-11, then of course you're insensitive. Mm-hmm. Why is that insensitive? Um, I, I think everybody, you know, would like to stop seeing the media and the government and um, local governments all put their heads in the sand and act like this isn't happening because it's not normal. In any way, shape, or form, it's just not normal. And we better start calling it out. Something's really wrong with this. It's wrong to ignore it like this. What if people in the hundreds of thousands and millions started, or millions, start like it is with this, started just suddenly vanishing? Would people actually ask a question? Of course they would. Of course you would, because you're going to recognize what's Mm. going on around you. One in four Americans thinks that they know somebody that died as a result of the vaccines. That means that conversation's going on a lot more than you think it is. Well, imagine if one in four Americans thought they saw a spaceship land in their backyard with little green men climbing out of it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, let's take a phone call. Hi, caller. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Hi, caller. Go right, go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and... Uh, I don't know. I can't hear him. So, anyway... Look, 
um, we're just going to call it because uh, we're not going to say that. I don't know that he took the shots, no. but I know that's everybody's question, and they're just not allowed to ask online, on social media. They're just not allowed to ask, and something's really wrong with that. Um, Speaker of the House Wars, <laughs> yeah. McCarthy fails at getting at getting the Republican majority. So far. So far. But there are some, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's nine, and after the last vote, he was yeah. nine votes below mm-hmm. the, uh, the African guy, African American right. from New York. Yeah. I can't ever think yeah. of his name because well, it's unusual. But Kevin's bought and sold, and it doesn't matter who you put in that position. Right. It's bought and sold. <laughs> Period. Sorry. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. Hi, Kate. I hi just there. wanted to add something on that sure. uh, football player. Sure. That sad tragedy last yeah, night. Yeah, really uh, sad. First, first of all, I read on Gateway Pundit that he was just boosted on the 26th of mm. December. Ouch. That's the first thing I want to. I don't know if that's. I mean, it's on Gateway Pundit. They usually uh-huh. check their sources. Okay. They interviewed some doctor that said he right. gave him the gave him the booster. Okay, mm. and then second, could this be God's way of trying to help wake up the public? Because there were thirty million people watching that game. I know, I know. Because it was right after the the Rose Bowl, and yeah. it was a big audience watching that whole thing. Yeah, uh, a company I worked for is in Cincinnati. They were there. They were at the game, and they mm. couldn't believe it. Big game. So, Thank anyway, you. Anyway, I just Good I wanted to throw that out there Thank because you. I think these boosters are really messing people up. Yep, just, it is the boosters uh, for sure. It's yeah, the boosters. You know, I think if I think you're okay if you just got the one. I think. Right. I don't think it's as bad as it. When you get into that third booster, that's when that that's the kill the yep. kill one. I think, yep. and it's just terrible. It's it's crimes on humanity. I'm it is, and they're just so ignoring it. It's hmm? <laughs> they're just ignoring it, like it's not happening at all, and, th- and saying how normal it is to die suddenly. I, yes, yes, and and they say that that uh, you know, okay, the heart gets hit there yeah. from a tackle or whatever. Well, the only that's never happened. First of all, it's happened in baseball mm-hmm. when a guy got hit with a baseball going 120 miles an hour. Right. Uh, it's maybe happened, but this was not the same thing. This I was agree. completely different. I agree with you. And, I do. Uh, thank you, you know, for that. Appreciate the call. I really thank you. I yeah, very very important, and that's true. When I saw that study that spelled out that people don't just drop after that, after a hard hit to the chest with a helmet, that they don't just drop. It, it just it, it it gives you irregular heartbeat, gives you things that you end up having problems with, but not immediately. And they spelled that out. That's why I'm saying we're kind of missing the boat on that. We're not talking about that. And they're not talking about that in the press, which I know they know. There's no way you could not know that. We heard Dr. Mikovits mm-hmm. predict this two years ago. I know, and everybody, of course, we're all crazy, Oh, yeah, right? we're all nuts. Yeah, it's all conspiracies. Okay. Well, I think a conspiracy is when you die suddenly all over the nation and everybody ignores it and acts like it's normal. That's a weird conspiracy. Be right back with a couple of guests and a lawsuit you're going to want to check out. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. We're seeing things in a different way. And God knows it ain't his. It sure ain't no surprise. Kate Daly Show at your service. 
Happy New Year to all of you. 2023 is upon us. I can't believe it. I think time is going faster. I think we might actually do a show on that this week. Um, and I, I welcome you back. And of course, please get over to balanceofnature.com and order some product because I know, like you, you probably got rid of all the treats. You're sick of looking at sugar. You feel like crap. You need to change things and get healthy. And Balance of Nature puts 31 fruits and vegetables in your system every every 24 hours. And uh, they take out the air and water and leave you with all of the phytonutrients of those fruits and vegetables with no chemicals on them, no pesticides. And it's amazing. Go get Balance of Nature and let that be part of your um, of what you're doing to sort of make new changes, get healthier. We need all hands on deck right now. We need you healthy. Okay? Please. Um, my two guests, I... Uh, oh, go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. It helps the show, of course, helps us stay on the air. And then also um, you're going to get some great product and please even order extra and have it on hand. I do. And I love it. And uh, go take it and just try it out. You don't like it, send it back. You're going to love it though. You are going to love it and make that part of your regime in the morning. Um, I have Uncle Milty with me and we also have two wonderful guests. We have Deanne Rohr and we also have Janine Eunice on with us. And one is a plaintiff, that's Deanne, and the other is her attorney. And this is an important case that all of you need to hear about. There's a couple of important cases. One going to the Supreme Court. We've got this case case and this case I want to let Deanne tell this story welcome to the show Deanne how are you I'm great thanks excellent Kate, for having us. I'm so glad because people need to hear what's actually going on and this gives us a little hope that people are fighting this um this system of, of tyranny that's going on right now so I, I love this tell us your story a little bit about you and what happened to to get you involved in this case and what this case is about sure so I worked from Michigan State University for six and a half years and during that time, of course, COVID hit in 2020. Mm-hmm. In 2021, they decided to mandate the vaccine. Um, I had survived a whole year without any issues, yes. uh-huh. without the vaccine. Sure. So I just was really not um, thinking that that would be a good way, a good path for, for me and my family. So sure. um, I did not get the vaccine. It good. became mandatory in September of 2021. Um, and then I heard about the lawsuit, and I needed to have 50 for antibodies to join the lawsuit for natural antibodies, which is what the case is is based on. Okay, describe that. Antibody what, is, test came, what does that mean? You needed what for antibodies? Yeah, so I had to go get a blood test uh-huh. to show that I had the natural immunity because I did have COVID. I tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. in July of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I went and had my blood test done, and it came back that I had 239.4. Okay. Um, I don't know what the high and, and low so is. I needed, so I'm not, where does that fall? Very high? That's, that's a pretty good number. I thought maybe I won the gold medal, but um, <laughs> I heard that somebody had a 500. So okay. all right. Was, <laughs> don't be an overachiever. We're good. We're was, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, ha- so they made you take this antibody test and to be part of this lawsuit, how many plaintiffs are there? There are three of us. Okay. And and so this case is, describe this case in about two minutes. What are, what will this case, what, what, are, what are you, are you suing the university? Um, yes. Janine, okay. do you want to talk about that? Sure, sure. I'm happy to. 
Thank you. So the three plaintiffs are, are suing MSU, uh, arguing on constitutional grounds, basically arguing that the mandate infringes on their constitutional rights to bodily autonomy and to decline medical treatment. Excellent. Um, because MSU is a state school, it's mm. subject to constitutional structures, so you wouldn't be able to use these uh, arguments in the in the context of a private employer. Right. Um, and, I, you know, one reason... You know, I, I would say I'm personally in the organization I work for called the New Civil Liberties Alliance that brought the lawsuit. Are not we're not really in favor of mandates at all. But um, so you know, we're not saying it's okay to mandate it for people who don't have natural immunity. But seeing the climate of the country at that time, mm-hmm. we didn't think a lawsuit challenging the mandate as a whole was going to be successful. So we thought we'd start with people you know who had natural immunity. This seems sort of obvious especially since all the science shows that naturally acquired immunity is far better than the vaccines in terms of preventing uh, mm-hmm. infection, transmission, reinfection, mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay. And then, uh, Deanne, were you fired for not getting the vaccine? What happened to you? Yes. Yeah, so, so you know, we waited and we're hoping that they would change their minds, right? And then mm-hmm. it came about and I was put on a month leave during the month of October for mm-hmm. not following process, I think, it, to, to give the employees a chance to really think about what the decision they're making. Mm-hmm. And then as of the 1st of November, then I was, my position, I was terminated. Um, so, um, so yeah, so my employment with MSU ended wow. in November of 2021. Uncle Milty? Uh, I'm just curious, um, do you think that your career in education is over with, regardless of the outcome of the lawsuit? Um. You know, I was a public school educator, teacher for 11 years, um, and then I homeschooled, and then I got this position at MSU, and I love working with kids, so I would hope to think that it's not over, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just trying to find that perfect fit with what has all come about during covid yeah. yeah, we all got to see this ugly side mm-hmm. of tyranny that I think we didn't think would go that far. And I, it was really, it was really kind of frightening to see how many industries, businesses, universities, um, public education, everybody turned to support this, this mystery thing. And we're, we're requiring people without even proof of safety, without, without proof of anything. They can't mandate it anyway on, a, on personal autonomy. But it was so interesting to see how they react acted so quickly in favor. And that was mind boggling. Was it to you, Deanne? I, I can't imagine. Yes. It, yeah. It, it was, you know, when you, when you your whole life, you feel like God has led you to right. work with kids and to be an educator and to see the things that took place at school board meetings and the things that were happening to my children who were in public schools right? and they were athletes and the testing they had to go through and the mask they had to wear while they're running up and down the basketball Jeez. court trying to play basketball. It really made you, really made me question mm-hmm. what's going on here and, yeah. and where do I really want to use my gifts? Oh, so I that has so been definitely... Um, I- can, can I can I just applaud you for a moment for having the backbone to stand up because that isn't easy to do when you're looking at a career and I realize this we talk about this all the time with people that it is not easy to do but when you do it wonderful things can happen doors can open windows can open things will happen and we all need to fight for each other's for each other's constitutional rights right and and the observation from them or protection of them from government and and here's the deal you did that and was there was there a moment where you went oh gosh what should i just go take it should i just do this what was that like for you um i never crossed my mind to go and take it it just Good didn't feel you. right to me um Good you know you. 
I was discerning about it for quite a long time, right? It had been right. over a year that this all happened and occurred. My husband went to work every single day during COVID at a manufacturing and never had an issue. Yeah. Um, so, so that never was an option, but really, you know, for me, my husband's our main breadwinner. So mm -hmm. it wasn't as much of a struggle for me as it was for some of my colleagues. Like I had a colleague that was a single mom with two kids. Wow. She was the only income and she opted to be fired. Jeez. And she also opted not to be on the lawsuit because I think it was just a lot for her. Right. So I really feel more, I feel like I'm fighting for some of those people mm -hmm. that can't be on the lawsuit. Like there was another gentleman that actually had a below a 50 and he couldn't join the lawsuit but he wanted to. Right. So I feel like I'm fighting for a lot of those people okay. as well. Uncle Milty? Well, let's pray that there becomes a precedent for those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, I have a lot of questions and some are going to be directed towards Janine too because it's about the case. Um, but now you have particular entities coming out and finally acknowledging for the first time, I guess, in their whole career, natural immunity is a thing. And, uh, and you also have all of this evidence of, of of things happening with the shots, right? And 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 so absolutely working in your favor. And there's also been some suits that have come to fruition in Chicago there where we're live and, and different places that have worked in the same in the same way they sued and over getting fired and it worked out to their benefit. So you're hopeful, I would imagine, Janine, in this particular case. Um you know, I will see. <laughs> yeah. The well, I, the Sixth Circuit has, they didn't seem particularly persuaded by some of the arguments, I'll say. Mm -hmm. um, what, we've, what we had really hoped that they would do is relook at the way that this case called Jacobson has been reinterpreted. Jacobson is sort of the, um, yeah, the smallpox heel of all attorneys who've been <laughs> trying mm -hmm. to litigate vaccine mandate cases. It's, it's from 1905, and it's yes. the smallpox vaccine. Yes. The Supreme Court said that this, uh, the, that town in Massachusetts could uh, mandate the smallpox vaccine. Now, we've been trying to argue that Jacobson doesn't say all vaccine mandates are constitutional. In You're fact, right. it specifically says the opposite. The case itself says this is limited to the facts. You know, it cites the fact that smallpox has a very high death rate, mm -hmm. um, very other aspects, you know, the punishment, there was a $5 fine. It yes. wasn't losing your entire career. Um, but the court did not seem willing to uh, look at it. So we just, we had this on appeal in the Sixth Circuit, which is um, the Michigan, Ohio, mm -hmm. Kentucky area. Mm -hmm. uh, they did seem a little bit um, interested in our arguments that there was really no rational reason at all for this mandate because of natural immunity, uh, because in the science showing that natural immunity is better. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the cases raising this sort of particular issue haven't gone that well. A lot of the ones that have succeeded have been based on the uh, authority of the entity issuing the verdict. So mm -hmm. the, the, the fed, a lot of the federal ones have fallen because Biden didn't actually have the authority or the agencies right. that he tried to do it through didn't have the authority. It's You know what's amazing about that Jacobson case is he sued over the $5 and, and it yeah. was about the five yeah. bucks. And you know, I had a, we had a school board member in a local hour uh, come on and the school board was told by their attorneys that it was about them mandating the vaccines, which is what people 
people are told and they believe it without doing any research, like you said. And it always amazes me because when you go back and read that case, it was about the five bucks. And he was like, I will not pay this five dollars. I'm not getting the shot, but I'm not going to pay the five bucks either. And you can't compel me to do that. Now, they said that they could compel him to do that, but he never got a shot, which is kind of amazing right. that they don't they can't pick up on that in the realm of judgery, in the realm of being judges, right. they can't understand that that case when it's very, it clearly spells it out. Do you find that kind of mind boggling? I yeah. find it mind boggling that they can't read that. But Yeah. I mean, one of the problems is that Jacobson has unfortunately, you know, subsequent cases have said this, mm-hmm. that, well, Jacobson allows basically any vaccine mandate. Right. So that's um, more difficult to navigate. But I think we were really trying to urge the court to go back and look at the language of Jacobson itself yes. and sort of revisit that. Yes, and um, stop relying and, you know, on it. The, as yeah, and I think one really important note is that the public health rationale and for the mandate in Jacobson was that the vaccine stopped transmission. And the same can be said for, you know, the school children mandates that we're all used to, like measles, mumps, mm-hmm. rubella. You, people would say, well, we've been mandating vaccines for school children forever. Well, those stop transmission. That's a different thing. And, you know, there's a question as to whether those, you know, I think one could ask questions about yes. whether those should be mandated. 100%. Either, 100%. The person who gets it. Right. But... Um, but this vaccine doesn't stop transmission, so there's really no public health rationale. Yes. And so when I come back, that leads me to a big question I have for you. We'll come back. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with uh, Deanne Rohr and um, and uh, um, Janine. I'm so sorry, Janine Eunice. Janine Eunice. Oh yeah, don't, gosh, don't worry Janine about Eunice. it. It's a, tough, oh. it's a tough name. Well, I am the name murderer, and in 2003, nothing has changed. I've been on the air for 12 years. What can I say? I'll be right back. <laughs> Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You fathers and you mothers, be good to one another. Please try to raise your children right. Don't let the darkness take them. Don't make them feel forsaken. Just lead them safely to the light. When this old world is blown asunder and all the stars fall from the sky, remember someone really loves you. We'll live forever. Welcome back. A little uh, throwback. Billy Shaver. Live forever. Love that song. Uh, Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Important topic right now and some very important guests. Um, There's a lawsuit and uh, and this is against getting fired for not taking the vax. And so we'll get right back to that in just a moment. I just want to make sure you go over to MyPillow.com and start out the new year. Get new sheets, new pillows, support Mike. Um, He's outing all the election fraud that the entire country knows that happened and they can't hide it anymore. Just like all the sudden deaths that are going on. So look, please go and support him. Um, He's a great guy and a great staff, by the way, and they really care about people. And they're right there in the thick of emergencies, too, with all of those supplies. And they are wonderful at choosing bedding. I I can't believe I'm saying that because I know the commercials could be a little cheesy sometimes, but let me just tell you, they know quality. So sheets, robes, slippers are to die for, and uh, the pillows. And if you have a snorer in the family, get get the green label or the blue label. It'll actually stop them from snoring. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. MyPillow.com, code word Kate. 
okay? We'll get you up to 90% off right now. Take advantage of that and uh, treat yourself and buy some gifts ahead. It's really great. MyPillow.com. Um, all right. So my guests um, are Deanne Rohr and, of course, uh, Janine Eunice. And we have plaintiff and attorney on the line. And, of course, this legal uh, group that is helping Deanne sue because she was fired for not taking the vaccine, uh, the university. Um, so th- you can go to NCLA legal.org that's n as in nancy c as in cat l as in louisiana a as in adam legal.org and help them because they are fighting the good fight and that good fight there's only select law firms in the country that are all about that fight with a nonprofit status whoops i think we might have lost somebody okay um so let me um okay are you there whoops well let's see All right. I'm going to try to get them both um, back on the line. Are you there? I'm I'm here. Okay. Uh, This is Deanne, right? Okay. Hold on. Hold the line just a second. I usually don't have to do this on the air. All right. Are you there, Janine? Yeah. Okay. Hold on just a moment. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Are you both there? Deanne? Yes. Janine? Yes. Excellent. Okay. okay. So I was just giving the website nclalegal.org. N is in Nancy. nclalegal.org. Help them out. All right. So here's here's my big problem with this whole they wanted to do the mandate. And the courts are arguing over the constitutionality of the mandate. What's in, well, kind of, people are trying to get them to argue about this and saying that you can't do this. But here's the deal though. Why are they never ever having to prove mortal danger, mortal danger? We're talking about the sniffles, 99% of the people with sniffles, and they're, they're presenting it as mortal danger. You have to get this vaccine. This vaccine. Why, why is that? Why are they not having to defend their mortal danger stance to even, to even say that, that there was a reason that, that people could do this in the first place? Well, I'd say it's it sort of, again, all goes back to Jacobson, where um, the, you know, it's been interpreted to mean that basically the state can issue any vaccine mandate and it's legal. That, now, that I don't think that's the correct uh, interpretation of Jacobson, as I discussed right. earlier. Right. But unfortunately, it stood for that proposition. So the government, under this sort of line of reasoning, doesn't even have to show that there's this, uh, an emergency or a serious issue or a mortal threat. It's just uninterest uh so the interest here is curbing the spread of covid and that the um policy has some rational connection between the ends and the means now i would argue there's not even a rational connection no because the vaccine doesn't stop transmission (laughs) and especially when you have people with natural immunity and we did argue that but unfortunately basically what the courts have been saying is well the cdc says naturally immune people should get vaccinated that must be, we can't say the CDC is irrational. Um, now, I've, I've made the point many times, the CDC doesn't say you should fire people for not getting the vaccine. Right. And anyway, you know, the CDC shouldn't be given this sort of authority. They don't have lawmaking authority. Exactly, so 100%. Interpreting their guidance Gosh. like this is a problem. So there are so many problems. <laughs> there is. There are so many problems with this because here, here was something new. Nobody could name the um, the ingredients. The pamphlet was blank. We're, we are the testing guinea pigs and they could sit there and say that you're mandated to get something and they don't even know if it's safe because it's been out for five seconds and yet they were willing to fire you over it. It's crazy. 
That's right. Yeah. Um, they, we actually raised that issue in the lawsuit, too, is it the emergency use authorization status. You know, the, mm-hmm. as most people probably know, it hadn't been fully approved at the time it was mandated. It was right. an emergency use, which that statute was designed to be a patient empowerment statute. It was supposed to be, you know, you're dying of a rare cancer. Yes. Uh, and there's some experimental treatment that hasn't, so we don't want to deny you the ability to obtain that treatment if it's your last hope. That was sort of the idea behind the statute. Not that we're going to use it to force people to take <laughs> a new technology vaccine that's been around for, as you said, five minutes. Yeah, and it's not even a vaccine. doesn't even work like that anyway. Um, yeah, right. go ahead. Yeah, the, the original emergency Youth authorization was to let people decide if they wanted to take the yeah, risk. Yeah, not to be used Not to us. demand they yeah. take the risk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Jeez. What the courts have said, unfortunately, uh, is that the emergency use authorization statute, first of all, it can't be enforced by private individuals. So only the Secretary of the Department of Health can uh, sue people under this provision. So they, that's mm-hmm. called a private right of action. So they've said people like Deanne can't. Um, under that argument. And then they've also said that it doesn't mean you can't get fired. Okay, we're not forcing you to take it. We're just firing you. But it, it has an informed consent provision saying that the person must be, you know, sort of given the option to refuse it. And I think when you predicate someone's continued employment yeah. on their taking an experimental vaccine, that's not real consent. Well, and it's a violation of the contract terms when they hired her. There was never a provision that they could force her to take something into her body that could alter her life forever or cause death. I mean, there was no. So they violated that real con- kind of contract when they hired her. There were no terms, right? I think one of the problems is that, Deanne, you're an at-will employee, right? Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that's so one of their arguments is, well, we can fire these people for any reason at any time. Wow. So uh, we can certainly fire them for not getting a vaccine. I, now, we argued that was wrong mm-hmm. um, for various reasons, because you can't ask someone to surrender their constitutional rights in order to keep their employment. There's a pretty substantial body of case law saying that. Right. Um, But, yeah. And it it always amazes me that the courts can't recognize how far this could go in way of um, people making people get all kinds of shots that are coming, because I know there's, what, 250 in the works right now that are coming down the the pike. So in, in, in even saying or even opening that door for all the future nefarious dealings, not, not that this one, but this one was very nefarious, obviously, but even more nefarious coming up here. I mean, how far does it go? Are they, are they, do they even contemplate that? Do they, are they willing to even address that if they open right. that door? Right. Well, we, yeah. And, you know, it goes beyond even the concept of vaccines. MSU, by the end, you know, I think they had to admit that the vaccine doesn't stop transmission and certainly not more than in the case of people with natural immunity. So they tried to argue that it's for the patient's, for the person's own benefit, so it's for Deanne's benefit, so they should be able to mandate the vaccine. Now, even if that were true, which I would argue it's not, right. um, especially if someone has natural immunity, but not necessarily, I mean, should your employer be able to tell you to do things to be healthier, it's, especially if it's a state employer <laughs> yeah. that has to abide by the Constitution? I mean, should, it, should they be able to tell us we can't drink alcohol or we have to exercise right. or we have to eat a certain number of green vegetables a week? Can I mean, they fire you for smoking? That, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, and it's, you know, it's quite ironic that it's, 
people on the Democratic left who have been pushing this concept uh, that sort of the employer gets to be this authority that wields absolute control over people's lives. Right. And I'll bet you they could not prove that anyone was in mortal danger at the university from Blovid or COVID. Sorry, I get used to calling it Blovid. Um, But they could not prove anything was that there nobody, you know, people weren't falling over dead. You know, we say a pandemic is when you go to the funeral of 20 or 30 relatives or people in your head. They just dropped dead on the side of the street. But they couldn't, they can't even prove that. They can't even prove, I would imagine, because you can't prove it anywhere. Unless you're dying from remdesivir in an ICU, you couldn't prove that there was even a pandemic going on. So it surprises me that they, that they can act like, act like there was a pandemic going on in the school where where Deanne would be have to be forced to get this thing to stop it. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous all the way around. There's no proof. No, we certainly agree with you. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's what's so crazy about this is there's no proof on their side, but they're not they're not having to defend that, which is. I mean, absurd because they should be. They should be having to say, okay, if you're going to get yourself all ratcheted up into a pandemic, prove that there was one, right? <laughs> but they don't have to. Right. So that's insane. Um, so where does this go from here? Where, wh- what's the next step on this case? So it was heard by the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals last month. Uh, Deanne actually attended the argument, which was um, very committed at first. It was a long drive, I think. Wow, that's <laughs> Lions wonderful. don't often come to the <laughs> appellate arguments. Uh, so if we lose there, the only other option is the Supreme Court. Okay. The Sixth Circuit is sort of right below that. So. Wow, I wish you luck on that. And people do need to support you guys. NCLALegal.org. NCLALegal.org. Deanne, you are, I, I wish we could um, duplicate you all over the country because this country will not exist without the Deannes. If we don't start taking more sacrifices and having a little more faith in God to, to work through those sacrifices to defend our liberty, we don't have any more liberty. So all the people that went, I'm not going to do anything. I need my job. You won't have the liberty to have that job soon enough if this keeps caving in on us. So Deanne, anything you want to add to this and let the audience know? Um, No, I'm just very appreciative of New Civil Liberties Alliance, of course, because, you know, I wouldn't be able to afford to pay an attorney to to do this fight. So we definitely can't do it alone. So um, definitely support them um, because they are there to fight for our constitutional rights. I love your backbone, and thank you for that. Thank you for having that backbone and sticking with us. And like she said, you know, driving all the way to hear that argument. I'm so, I'm just, I'm so glad we have the Deans of the world. And uh, and then Janine, um, I know there's probably a lot of people out there that were fired. I know a lot of people uh, in this situation. And can they come to you for help? What, what what's going on in all the different, you know, states? And and can can they get help from you guys? Um, we obviously can't represent any everyone because we're sure. a small nonprofit, so we choose our cases kind of strategically. But mm-hmm. they certainly can contact us. Um, and as you mentioned, the website is nclalegal.org. Uh, okay. And you know, these are—I do believe that this is sort of the, these are the fights of our lifetime. Um, they are for yeah. our liberty. So I think right. it's really important. And I also want to echo what you said about Deanne. I mean, there are not—and and the other two plaintiffs as well, Gina Norris and Craig Craig M. Uh, there aren't a lot of people who are willing to step up when it comes down to it and sort of suffer the repercussions of taking a stand and also the blowback from the public of you know, taking what is, you know, what was an mm-hmm. unpopular position a year and a half ago. It's a You're little right. bit less unpopular now. Yeah, as the truth um, starts to come out now, yes. I mean, people are backing down exactly. and even saying that, you know, just I'm sorry.
sorry, uh, just forget all that. Well, you can't because lives were destroyed, businesses were destroyed, and jobs were taken, and we have a, an industry, an airline industry that's suffering with a lot of pilots that can't fly. We've got a, a ton of stuff going on that we're having to deal with, so I appreciate those comments. We do need the DNs. Yeah. That's how we win this country back. Yeah, exactly. We can't we can't bring these cases without uh, people like her, so yes. thank you, Dan. And we need attorneys like yeah. you that will fight for these things <laughs> because there's a lot of attorneys that won't touch these things. And I, I don't have a lot of respect for those kinds of attorneys that won't because, honestly, they like to enjoy the gifts of being an American, but they don't want to fight for it. And I appreciate the NCLA, uh, legal.org, doing that because that takes a lot of gumption in order to do that. And isn't that sad? You would think most attorneys would be willing to fight for liberty, <laughs> but that's not the case in America anymore. It's on, you know, it's the minority. Yeah. So I really yeah. appreciate your, your fight. I really appreciate this. And, um, you know, I, I hope more people will take stands and realize, I mean, Deanne, how has your life been since you took this stand? Has it been blessed? Uh, um, I have had a few opportunities that have been definitely a blessing. And also just being able to be home with my daughter's senior year of, of high school. And right. so, but yeah, I am still looking for full-time employment right sure. now. Um, and but you should have never been it's, fired. When it's time. You should have never been <laughs> fired, and it was wrong of them to do so. But I'll, I, I promise that when, when we take these stands and fight for our own liberty, that there are a lot of blessings in there too. And I'm always grateful right. to see those things happen because it gives us a lot of faith to, to do the very thing you're doing. So uh, Janine sure. and Deanne, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate your guys, and mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that you're willing to put it on the line. Thank you from all of us. Thank thanks you for having us. So much for having us. You bet. What, what, that was great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate uh, these ladies, and uh, I'll ask them to hang on the line. I'll, I'll say goodbye to them in just a moment. We'll be right back. We'll take your phone calls, 888-673-1450. Go to katedalyradio.com, and uh, we'll be right back on the flip side of this break.